Mr. Speaker, time for some action. Members of Congress, time for some action. Distinguished guests, time for some action. And fellow Americans, time for some action. If not you, if not you, then who? If not now, when? The time is right now. It's time to get up. After a year of debate, protests, and deal making, Congress has passed a health care reform bill. This is a historic evening. It's hard to believe this measure has actually passed. It's about to become law. It's been fought over so intensely. This is what change looks like. Now, as momentous as this day is, it's not the end of this journey. U.S. troops have left Iraq. The remainder of the 5,500 soldiers crossed into Kuwait on Sunday, ending nearly nine years of American military presence in Iraq. For the first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. Michael Bloomberg called the killing of bin Laden a critically important victory. For the first time in two decades, Osama bin Laden is not a threat to this country. The values and opinions expressed on the front page do not in any way represent those of Taxi Productions or Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. We can do this. I know we can because we've done it before. No challenge is more urgent. No debate is more important. The state of our union is getting strong. But I intend to fight obstruction with action. We have a huge opportunity at this moment. But we have to seize it. The opponents of action are out of excuse. This is the front page with Dominique DePrima. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Good morning. I'm Dominique DePrima. And as I'm approaching the microphone, I'm asking for blessings from God Almighty, the ancestors, the righteous elders. And Southern California's early morning communications drum is now wide open. Welcome, family. Welcome worldwide, listening online at kjlhradio.com. Starting each and every day with gratitude, giving thanks to the Most High, giving thanks to Stevie Wonder, gives us this radio freedom every day, the management and staff of KJLH Radio, the front page team who's on deck, Angela Hoffman. She is a... Production assistant, also the um, host of Black News Tuesday, which is coming up a little later this morning. Kyle Talib, our weekend news anchor, scholar in training. He is associate producer on the show. And he finally got his bio up. If you want to find out more about Tal Talib, go to 
DominiqueDeprima.com, and you can find out a little bit more. Shout out to Abid, our videos are he puts that video online for you at Ustream.tv, keyword front page TV, and there's a lot of stuff up there. There's uh, actually the second, no, the third in our series of front page wellness forms is now up online. He just put it up there, and it's a really beautiful tribute uh, as some of our women health advocates are up there talking about health. Health for one and all, not just women. It's a hot topic Tuesday. Of course, the hot topic on this day and most days, the case of Trayvon Martin. We are taking your phone calls, 520-KJLH, 520-5554. Now the right wing is pushing back, as we expected they would, with a smear campaign against Trayvon and his family. Going so far on one right wing site as to create a photo of Trayvon Martin with sagging pants and all this stuff, which they later admitted was not really him. But not before it went viral and went around to all these sites. They're putting out smears that he was a drug dealer and the Sanford Police Department has quote-unquote leaked new information on the case, meaning that they are spreading around a version of the truth, which is reportedly what George Zimmerman told the cops. The interesting thing about that is just selected things. It's not like they released his entire account or interview. What they're doing is they're releasing selected things that are meant to cast doubt on Trayvon Martin and what happened that night. Meanwhile, they've appointed a new prosecutor, Angela They call her tough on crime, Corey, who's been a big supporter of Florida's uh, standard ground law. So there is movement afoot, and it's not the kind of movement that we were hoping for. I believe that it will be to no avail. I believe that people have already seen for themselves key facts in this case, such as the fact that I mean, the irrefutable fact that the dispatcher told George Zimmerman not to follow Trayvon Martin, and he followed him anyway. No matter what else happened, none of it would have happened if he would have obeyed a direct order from a 9-11 dispatcher. No incident would have occurred. No child would have died yesterday. Trayvon's mom said... They were trying to, already killed my son, now they're trying to kill his reputation after they, you know, released a report that Trayvon had been suspended from school. Supposedly there was an empty marijuana bag found in his backpack. Okay. And so that means it's okay to shoot him? I am not seeing the relevance here. If we were to shoot and kill every child that's tried marijuana or had an empty marijuana bag in their backpack, the schools would be empty. It's a ridiculous thing to put forth. It's sleazy and shady, and it makes me sick as a mother. 
Meanwhile, the media wants to play up these new Black Panther crazies that are running around saying they're going to give a $10,000 reward for the capture of George Zimmerman. Really? Who are you? Show me the money. You have $10,000. What's your purpose? The family has asked you not to do this. If anyone perpetrates a crime against the murderer, George Zimmerman, what does that do? It disgraces the family. It weakens the case. It's morally wrong. And... But, of course, even though they only got nine people to their new Black Panther march, the media is playing it up. It's like they do the tea party. I guess it makes good copy, but I find it irresponsible. I find it very irresponsible. I, honestly, I, I, I didn't agree with Spike Lee uh, retweeting George Zimmerman's home address. I understand we're angry, but don't go to the level of vigilantes and fools. So that what? So you can go to his house and do what? First of all, he's in hiding, so he's not at his house anyway. But I don't, I don't understand that. I think we need to be doing what Al Sharpton is doing, doing what the family is doing, and calling for the justice system to do its job justly and transparently under the eyes of the people. Retweeting Zimmerman's home address and putting out stupid rewards... All that does is bring you down to his level. We're not at that level. Ah, did you hear about the New Orleans police officer, Jason DeRoar, I think is how you say his name, who posted some comments online that Trayvon Martin dressed like a thug, so he should die like a thug. He's been suspended. Val and and they're considering his dismissal, and I think he should be dismissed. It's a hot topic Tuesday. Some good news yesterday, our Attorney General Kamala Harris, um, along with our rather eccentric city attorney, Carmen Trutanich, he of the YouTube fame, uh, have forced a settlement with Arbitron to hopefully bring more fairness in the way they rate my quote-unquote minority radio stations, meaning black and brown, because the new personal people meters, as I told you, took a huge, uh, put a huge hit on um, African-American and Latino stations. Now, Arbitron has agreed to pay $400,000. That uh, big chunk of that will go to the city of L.A., and it's meant to bring more fairness. They're saying it's not an admission of guilt, but certainly it's a step in the right direction. Go, Kamala Harris. Go, Kamala. Condolences going out to the Reverend Al Sharpton. His mother will be laid to rest today. He will be doing eulogy for her today. Let's hit the phones. 4.45 in the morning. Mr. Peoples, City of Compton. Reparations and member of our ancestors. Good morning, Miss Dominique. Good morning. And thank you, Mr. Stevie Wonder. And don't I constantly say work on your reparations? I always say it's a slave nation, but then have we haven't paid attention to the real deal. This is open season on black people. 
I mean, you got to have this special season for deer hunting, rabbits, coons, squirrels. I mean, you know, it's a season for that. But they got an open season on us. And it's about time we realize what's happening and register to vote. I mean, I listen to people. I talked to a brother the other day who was so disgusting. He said, I said, do you vote, man? He said, no, man, for what reason? I said, man, do you know what's happening to the country? Do you realize what these people are doing? They're in front of the Supreme Court, and some of them people up there are poor people. Talking about they don't want health care. Yeah. This is a slave nation, and it's sad because uh, you can't find a young black male that has not had a problem with the police department. Well, I'm going to say that I understand why you say that, but we can't. I don't want to repeat that. I don't want to affirm that it's open season. Well, but yes, I, it is, Dominique, in those, in those the well, 15 to 20 states. I, I mean, don't, I'm not going to affirm that. But I understand why you say it, but I'm not going to affirm it. Well, okay. What, what's good, Mr. Peoples? I mean, I know, I know it's, times are, are tough for all of us right now, but what's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, we've got a slave holocaust curriculum. Uh, who put it together so that uh, we can teach slavery throughout the world. Uh, all right. And that's, I'm sure, the that is the fruit of your hard work. Muhammad from Long Beach, you're radio free on 102.3 KJLH. Yes, this is Muhammad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Uh, how are you doing today? Excellent. What's on your mind? Yeah, I want to talk about the Trayvon Martin case. Let's do it. Yes. Um, I do security. And uh, the way Sterling uh, handled that whole situation was wrong because our job is to report and observe and uh, not to follow. Because he should have been asking certain questions, and then first he should identify himself as being security. And that way, when you talk to the person, you know, oh, okay. And then you then you ask him some questions. And plus, it was ringing. And uh, of course, he's going to be looking around. So you ask him, well, excuse me, sir, where are you going? And he's going he gonna to answer back, well, I'm going to see my father. So, so, well, you need some help to get there? And the whole situation has been squished. But, but, he, but he left his uh, racism uh, to put in a certain situation and it got out of hand. And plus he disobeyed a 9-11 upward, which is a policeman, and he, and he disobeyed the instructions that was gave it to him. So right then you have premeditation involved in that. So that, that go to second degree or first degree murder. And that's where it should be at because he, he was totally wrong. He didn't do his job. Correct. It was wrong. And once you put the racism and involved it, and you put your uh, own perception of what's going on, it get all screwed up. Well, so, you, you uh, make a lot of great points, Muhammad. I mean, first of all, they're saying they're, they have said they don't have enough evidence to arrest him. Like, can't you be arrested for impeding an investigation, of interfering with police work, disobeying an order from a cop? I mean, all of those things which he did in relationship to that 911 uh, dispatcher. So, you know, right there, I know people have been arrested for a lot less than that. I know. So the whole thing just... Many people. Of course, they were black. But... 
because he speaks with that racism involved and made it block, you know. And plus, it was raining that day, so of course he's gonna have a suit on. Hello. You know. You know? So, uh, so what's the deal? He can stay in this dang car. Hello. How can your life be threatened when you were the one that got out of your car? If I'm scared, I don't get out of my car. I turn on the engine and drive away. Drive to the nearest police station. Isn't that what they teach us? Drive to the nearest police station. 4.50 in the morning. Fred Wimberly calling from Crenshaw. Fred? Oh, hello, Dominic. You have the mic. Oh, hi, uh, Sister Dominic. How you doing this morning? I'm excellent. What's on your mind today? Oh, I, I want to say I was glad that uh, 2,000 of us uh, people came down to the rally at uh, Person Square with yesterday, and then we uh, marched down to uh, uh, City Hall about the uh, case. I want to say that, well, pr- first of all, I don't want to be disrespectful, but personally, Florida's got some uh, uh, stupid laws, and we, as our president said, we have to wait and let justice take its course. Uh, there is going to be a grand jury uh, hearing on this case. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. The new prosecutor is saying she doesn't feel she needs a grand jury. Uh, and she will determine that, she said, within the next two weeks, whether or not to move forward with that grand jury. And, and then the thing about the case, I was looking at, uh, I was looking at CBSN yesterday, Channel 34. The, the attorney for Zellman uh, didn't even come into the studio, so he's got something he's hiding. That whole thing don't uh, look good, but um, as I was saying, I'm glad there was a lot of support. Yep. Uh, our, our sister, Alay uh, DeMar, she, she was out there, and it wasn't just um African-American blacks out there, we have people of all races of color right. to show that we are all united, and that's what I want to say. I know you have a lot of calls lined up, and, and God bless us to Dominique. Thank you, sir. Good to hear from you. Yeah, um, you know, this, this thing is changing every day. I mean, the great thing is that uh, the eyes of the world are on it. So even if this lady, Miss Angela, tough on crime, Corey, decides she doesn't want a grand jury, decides she's going to do the old one-two-step, you know, you know the one-two-step. We've seen it a million times. Flip the script, ignore the facts. The eyes of the world are on her. I mean, she's known for prosecuting children as adults. That's what she's known for. And, um, and lying about lying about it. This is what she's known for. And this is who gets assigned to Trayvon Martin. I'm so glad that the eyes of the world are watching. I really, really am. Vernon from L.A., you have the mic. Good morning. Vernon? Yes. You're on. Um, I just want to talk about the Mars. It was a good day yesterday. It was a real good time. Um, but before I went to the Mars, I went to see Judge Veal. That sends me like six years ago. Judge Bill is out of count. So when I was sitting in the courtroom, it was like four bailiffs. It was, it was a jury trial for a murder trial. So there was four bailiffs there. I won't mention their nationality. But one of them approached me and asked me, what was I doing in the courtroom? And I said, I'm here to see Judge Bill. And he said, well, are you a friend of Judge Bill? I said, yes. you have any other personal reason why you're here to see? And I was on up. So then he said, uh, well, I'm going to go back in the back and ask Judge Bill, does he know you? So he came back. He sat down. 
And Judge Bill waved at me, and we talked for a minute. And uh, he told me to wait after the, uh, the receiving was over. And we talked, and I was telling about my progress, how I'm getting along with my life and all that. It came out real good. So I told him about the... Uh, the new Jim Crow book by uh, Michelle Alexander. Yeah, I need he to get her on the show. Mm-hmm. He said what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then uh, 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 he said he's going to read it. He said he's going to read it. You know, by the time I come back to see him, I usually go down there and see him anyway. It's just a reminder for how far I've came with my life. That's all. But the march was great. Well, I appreciate the story and the testimonial, and even the little twist in the story about racial profiling. Of course, the. Uh, that's an issue that's been big for us here in L.A., really big. And uh, this, I think, perhaps why this strikes even more of a chord um, with us here in L.A. The police department yesterday um, agreed to discipline one of their officers for racial pro- profiling, targeting Latino drivers. This is a first. This never, ever, 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 ever happened. Makes you wonder. Trayvon have anything to do with that? And uh, there is a rally today, a Justice for Trayvon Martin hoodie rally and press conference. It's going to be at the L.A. Sentinel on Crenshaw, 3800 Crenshaw. It's at 11.15 this morning. Danny Bakewell will be there. Danny Bakewell Sr., uh, the Brotherhood Crusade, the SCLC, Mothers in Action, Urban League, Natural, National Council of Negro Women, Black Church Leaders, Union Leaders, Black Student Union Leaders, and Concerned Citizens gathering at 1115 in front of the L.A. Sentinel today. If you want to uh, let it be, be known, uh, if, you, if you're able to get out there, go on out. Pee Wee will be out there doing one of his block hits, too. So while you're out there letting your voice be heard, you, you might win tickets or something from Big Pee Wee. Because, you know, he goes wherever the people are and uh, makes it funky. <laughs> that's what he does. And uh, he always has stuff with him to give away. So that's just another reason to go. Uh, Naji Ali is on the phone. Good morning, Naji. Naji Ali, Project Islamic Hope. You have the mic. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning, Friend Page family. And I simply wanted to thank all the leaders, all the activists, the whole entire community, but more importantly, and especially importantly, uh, Stevie Wonder, Karen Slade, Andre, and Kaylee's uh, staff, management, and all the jocks for supporting the rallies that we've been doing in support of Trayvon Martin's family the last two weeks. So uh, with that, I just wanted to let all the front page family know, stay encouraged. We knew the smear campaign was going to come against Trayvon, uh, but certainly that should not discourage us from supporting the family's fight for justice because this young child was shot and killed, um, we believe, for no reason. All right. Well, um, we appreciate the work that you're doing out there, Najee, in, in you know, bringing people's awareness to this. And uh, it's not going away. It's not going away until justice is done. Well, you're right, Dominique. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for upcoming rallies and Trayvon Martin events as the fight just continues. Uh, so have a great week. All right, you too. And, of course, you know where stay tuned means stay with KJLH. <laughs> stay with yourself since we are you. This means stay true to yourself. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH on a hot topic Tuesday. 
Let's go to uh, who's been holding on. Oh, Forrest from L.A. Good morning, Forrest. You have the mic. Dominique, good morning. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, the stranded ground law. Um, you know, it's funny because I've been, I've been like really paying attention to that. And over 40 states have passed that law um, since it came out uh, I about was, five, six years ago. I thought ago. it was 20-something. We're up to 40 yeah. now? Yeah, I was looking at it yesterday on uh, CNN. So that's almost all the states, if that's the fact. It's about, yeah. And so since uh, Florida has adopted it, the shootings that went up from 30 to over 100 uh, shootings, and 90% of those were, they used the standard ground law as a, as their defense. Did you see um, the percentage of those that were... Black people being shot? <laughs> I, I did. And yes, I, I'm guessing you know, it's pretty high. But using all of that, you know, there's been a high percentage of regular, just regular, everyday white Americans buying guns and applying for, you know. Uh, well, the gun, the purchases of guns are way up since President Barack Obama is in office. And all these right-wing paranoid groups and these NRA groups are saying, you know, the president is going to take our guns. So people are stockpiling. Exactly. Uh, and, and so you have a perfect storm with this proliferation exactly. of arms in, this, in people's hands and then a stupid law that says you can shoot someone if you feel your life's in danger. People feel threatened by things that are not threatening all the time. That creates a wild, wild west, which, by the way, is now in the east. Exactly. Which, I, which is not safe for anybody. Exactly. I just wanted to bring that up and see what people thought about that, because the first thing white people say when you when you approach them or something happens that they feel threatened, like when the lady stuck her finger in the president's face. He should have shot her, right? He should have shot her. She said she felt threatened, you know, and I'm like, this is so easy to throw He was in his face. But that's just like, that's just like George Zimmerman. You followed a kid while holding a gun, which, by the way, neighborhood watch people are not supposed to do. Exactly. And then you felt threatened? Exactly. You you know you better go uh, you better go work on your police work. Get a job as a cop. Don't be a wannabe. Don't be a vigilante. That's why I'm just I'm mad at at the at the so-called new Black Panthers. I I, I don't even appreciate them using that name. You know they're right. really agent provocateurs. That's what we should call them, the new agent provocateurs. Exactly. And that happens. People throw things out there like that just to discredit, to discredit our community. And all it does is help the far right wingers that want to smear Trayvon Martin and his family and, 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 and find a way to make this not about justice. Exactly. I, I just wanted to put that out there to, you know, give people something to think about. You well, know, here's I, the good news, I, though. This case, as horrifying it is as it is, if the death of Trayvon Martin is going to do one thing, well, it's doing many things. It's opening a lot of people's eyes. But hopefully it's going to force a reexamination of this stand-your-ground crap. I think exactly. it's already happening. There's, a, there's an op-ed uh, cover of the Washington Post today, Repeal Stand-Your-Ground. Uh, and I think we're going to see more and more pushback. The article yesterday from Paul Krugman in the uh, New York Times, I don't know if I posted that. I will post it on our Facebook front page show, where he explains the corporate forces behind Stand Your Ground. 
And guess what? Koch Brothers is right there. It's part of a group called ALEC, which is a lobbying group which, which writes laws and gets them implemented. Laws that are meant, they feel are meant to protect corporate interests. Well, guess which one is one of those? It's Stand Your Ground. 5.02 in the morning. It's Radio Free 102.3 KJLH, Compton, Los Angeles, Long Beach, and Inglewood. It's a Hot Topic Tuesday. Lots of open phones this week. Trayvon Martin coverage all week long. Tomorrow we'll be hearing from the two Florida lawmakers in charge of that area. Yes, we're going to do our Wellness Wednesday. Of course we're going to do our Wellness Wednesday. These are the times we really need to be well. But we're also going to hear from those two Florida lawmakers. They'll answer your questions. We'll take your calls. We've got some top journalists on the ground in Florida on Thursday for you. And more open phones. And, of course, our Radio Free Friday. Ah, we also have a special guest today. Just briefly, because I want you guys to keep talking with your Radio Freedom. But, uh... Somebody I know you're going to want to hear from. All that straight ahead. And now, now, now. headlines for higher minds. A front page news brief with Dominique DePrima. It's the 27th of March, 2011. Happy Women's History Month. One month after the shooting death of Trayvon Martin, nearly three out of four Americans say the police should arrest the neighborhood watch volunteer who pulled the trigger, according to a new national survey. The CNN-ORC International Poll released Monday indicates that three-quarters of the public says neighborhood watch members should not be allowed to carry weapons. Seventy-three percent of people questioned in the survey say that George Zimmerman should be arrested with 11 percent disagreeing and 16 percent unsure nearly two-thirds of whites and 86 percent of non-whites say Zimmerman should be arrested. Well over a 1,000 people rallying in downtown Los Angeles on Monday in support of Trayvon Martin, the Florida teen shot to death by a self-proclaimed neighborhood watch volunteer. Demonstrators at the One Million Hoodie March for Trayvon Martin marched from Pershing Square to City Hall. The march was organized in three days. Many of the protesters wore hoodies, the same garment Trayvon Martin was wearing when he was shot. A white police officer has been targeting Latino drivers for traffic stops because of their ethnicity. An LAPD investigation concluded, marking the first time ever the department has found one of its own officers has engaged in racial or ethnic profiling. For decades, the question of profiling biased policing in LAPD speak has bedeviled the department. Accusations that the practice was common through the 70s and 80s alienated the LAPD from the city's communities of color. The finding is a milestone for the department and was met with praise from John Mack, a member of the department's Civilian Oversight Board and longtime civil rights activist who has been critical of the department's handling of such cases. The LA Times reports Patrick Smith, a 15-year veteran, is accused of deliberately misidentifying some Latinos as being white on his reports in an effort to conceal their identity. Last night in sports, the Clippers take out the Hornets, 97-85. Tonight, the Lakers visit Golden State. NCAA women's score, Stanford takes down Duke, 81-69. And in baseball, the Angels go down to the Rockies, 6-2. Dodgers beat the White Sox, 4-3. And the Padres get blanked by the Cubs, 2-0. Mostly clear today, highs in the mid-60s. Right now, it's a chilly 49 degrees in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Dominic DePrima for Radio Free 102.3, KJLH. Introducing a different mindset on the front page. Radio Free 102.3, KJLH. 
Hot Topic Tuesday on the front page. Call now and bring the heat. Call 520-KJLH. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH on a Hot Topic Tuesday. Still taking your phone calls all the way up until 6 o'clock, 520-KJLH. 520-5554 if you're looking for Coach E. His ultimate transformation moment is now on Wednesday as part of our Wellness Wednesday series. You can hear from him, Eric Nall, Coach E, every Wednesday. Right now, we do something fabulous. It's called Black News Tuesday with Angela Hoffman, who is a production assistant on this show, but also an upcoming mogul and personality in her own right. She was actually the first one uh, to report on the Trayvon Martin case on this show. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Dominique, and thank you. And good morning, front page family. An identity would seem to be arrived at by the way in which the person faces and uses his experience. That's by James Baldwin. Today in the news spotlight, I found this story entitled Transforming White Culture in the Wake of the Trayvon Martin Shooting. Front Page Family, this story caught my attention because I'm always curious on how white people look at race and how they define white culture. Now, two Boston educators by by the name of Namark and Madden conducted a workshop on transforming whiteness at the Kiron Institute Conference on Race in Columbus, Ohio. And they posed two questions. One question, the first question was, what comes to mind when you hear white culture? And what is white culture? Well, the half-black and half-white audience appeared very stumped. And after a bit of prodding, the group's definition offered a variation on a theme, power and privilege. Now, Matt said he was dumbfounded because this was the first time that he had heard white people discuss and define their own culture. And could it be that white people actually can be raceless? And are people of color the only ones seen in the human racial spectrum? Well, in my opinion, front page family, we always, uh, we must change as black people. We must change the way that we feel about ourselves before we can change our thought pattern about white culture. And soon we're going to see a shift in power and privilege as the U.S. population continues to evolve and no longer will there be a white majority. If you'd like to read more about this story, then go to thegrio.com. That wraps up my segment for Black News Tuesdays. You're listening to Angela Hoffman on Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. I think the Grio is your favorite site, isn't it? It's one of my favorite sites, yes, I must admit. It's an excellent site. Um, Thank you for that report, Angela. Thank you. And uh, another show for another day. I will venture to say there is no such thing as white. (laughs) Just my personal opinion. What is white? But that's not. Who's been holding on a long time? Jay from L.A. Thank you for your patience. You have the mic. Oh, Jay, are you in a tunnel or something? We're going to wait till you get out of that tunnel or fix your phone or whatever. Um, Let's go to Sergeant in Hollywood. Good morning, Sergeant. Hey, good morning, Dominique. 
Hi, what's on your mind? This is, this is Sarge calling from Florida, and I felt the need to call in. I was listening on my uh, Android. And Good for you. And my question is, where's the problem come in with the Black Panther Party stepping up and doing what they do? I, I don't understand. You know? It's not the Black Panther Party. It's the new Black Panther okay. Party. The Black Panther listen, Party is a different okay. group that has not endorsed the new Black Panther Party, the new um, Agent right. Provocateur Party. So my question is, how long is we as black people going to sit back and continue to pray and go to church and march? I'm saying this. The new Black Panther Party has just as much right to be vigilantes as the Justice Department, as the police department. No, actually, the they don't. Department. Vigilante. You have a Justice Department, which is um, you know paid for by the people. Right. You have a vigilante means you take justice into your well, own listen, hands. Listen, That's what George Zimmerman did, and it's wrong. Okay, listen now. That's I'm mob justice. I've been battling with Angela Corey for years, and what you all don't realize is Angela Corey is the not the person for this case. Correct. Oh, we realize okay. that. We now, realize that. So, so Mikhail Muhammad and everyone, all of us, for years have been battling her, and these are the tactics that need to take place in order to get the response that we need from Angela Corey, from Dina Renza, and everyone down in Florida who. You know what? All you're doing is discrediting the efforts of the family, discrediting the efforts of protesters, discrediting the efforts of petitioners by threatening someone's life you think that's going to get the results there's that's not going to get the results all that's going to do is give the media a distraction to talk about which gets away from the real issues of injustice in this case the facts of the case the facts of the case which are stunningly clear keeping it real from la you have the mic keeping it real you are on the air radio free 102.3 kjlh Good morning. Yeah, I can understand the the anger uh, was taking place with Mr. Ron Martin, but where's the same anger? There was a gentleman by the name of Anthony Dunn II that was killed February the 28th, a postal person who was out uh, sorting his mail and was ran into, and the person that ran into him and severed his legs uh, wasn't arrested. Where's the anger with Matrice Richardson? I mean, why, I think there's why been a lot of anger with Matrice Richardson. How, how come we didn't have that same type of anger? Well, Jay, Trayvon Martin is a child. Now, I agree with you. I would love to see more national coverage of Matrice Richardson. We still don't have answers. And most anyone that you talk to in L.A. or any other city can tell you many, many stories like the ones you just outlined of injustice that's been done that hasn't gotten a national spotlight. But this one has captured people's attention. It's captured their hearts. When Trayvon was a child. The facts are so clear. And so that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because hopefully it will make these other cases get more attention eventually, if not immediately. That's why so many mothers are standing with the Martin family, mothers who have had similar things happen to their babies and haven't had the pushback. Well, where's the same anger when there's black-on-black black crime? I never hear or no protests or demonstrations. Blacks are killing each other every day. Blacks and so, Jay, are, are you saying we shouldn't be marching for Trayvon? No, I'm not stating that. I'm saying I want the same kind of energy that goes into Trayvon to go into all these other crimes that are being unsolved in the black community. So, but why sit there and criticize what's happening rather than going into team, team, hello, hello? 
Um, why criticize, excuse me, we got some stuff going on behind the scenes here. Why criticize what's happening with Trayvon? Why not ride the wave? Why not grow the wave? So that there can be more justice for all, Jay. It, why do we have to, one effort have to hate on or juxtapose another? I'm not criticizing the point. I'm criticizing the fact that we need the same kind of energy and we need the same kind of awareness when it's pertaining to black-on-black crime. Okay. Thank you. I got the point. So we need to point a finger at ourselves? Is that That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, you know, um, there is a rally today if you want to express yourself. At least one. There's one at the L.A. Sentinel. It's at 11.15 today with Danny Bakewell Sr., the Brotherhood Crusade, the SCLC, and more. So maybe you should go down there, Jay, and tell them they need to focus on something else. I feel like if people are moved, and movement, people being moved causes movements, fuels movements, movements make change, then we need to be about that. Not standing around pointing fingers. But we can agree to disagree. No disrespect. Much love to you, Jay. Thank you for the call. Jackie's been patient. Hi, Jackie. You got the mic. Jackie? Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning to you, ma'am. Um... I just need the folks to pray. Serious business. Due to the fact that George Zimmerman's father is a retired Virginia Supreme Court magistrate judge. His name is Robert J. Zimmerman. His mother, Gladys Zimmerman, is a court clerk. Now, the brother that you just got from talking to the rapper, Jay. he was talking about... Oh, just about X, yeah. Excuse me? Just Siri X. He was talking about um, all these different cases that Zimmerman has. And the sad part about them, they're closed. And it's like, it's telling me that his father probably still has some pool. So God is going to have to really straighten this out. So I just need everybody to pray. And I need everybody to Google the Wrigley Company who owns um, Skittles and Arizona Tea and ask them to give money to the family or set up some scholarships for Trayvon. Because, I mean, seriously, this is getting crazy. And November the 6th... Did you hang up on me? Oh, okay. No, but if you want to make make announcements, we prefer if you uh, either email us or give it to our folks off the air and then we'll make the announcements. Because... that's how we do it. Uh, or else call our sales department to take out an ad. But if it's probably an action, a community action, that's great. We just want to either get an email. Uh, you can go to kjlhradio.com and, and hit us that way. Or snail mail, 161 North La Brea, City of Inglewood, 90302. Um, and we'll get it on the air for you. 537 in the morning. It's a Hot Topic Tuesday. we got more straight ahead. You know where you are. You're home. We are you. It's Total Talk Expression, Radio Free, 102.3, KJLH. Always increasing the family. The front page, Radio Free, 102.3, KJLH. It's Hot Topic Tuesday on the front page. Bring the heat. Call 
2.3 KJLH. More of your phone calls in just a moment on a hot, hot, hot topic Tuesday. And now, now, now. headlines for higher minds. A front page news brief with Dominique Dupree. It's the 27th of March, 2012. Happy Women's History Month. A day. Uh, on day one of the Supreme Court's epic examination of the constitutionality of health care reform, the justices looking ahead to t- today's arguments and more significant questions over the power of Congress. At issue, may the federal government under the Constitution's Commerce Clause regulate in economic inactivity. A coalition of 26 states led by Florida argues individual cannot be forced to buy health insurance, a product they, either, they may neither want nor need. The Justice Department countering that since every American will need medical care at some point in their lives, individuals do not choose to participate in the health care market. That's all part of the debate over so-called Obamacare. Sparking a national debate about race coast-to-coast, the case of Trayvon Martin, the 17-year-old killed in Sanford, Florida, by a self-proclaimed neighborhood watchman. On Tuesday, lawmakers take up the issue when the House Judiciary Committee holds a hearing on racial profiling and hate crimes. Trayvon Martin's parents are expected to attend. CNN reports ahead of the hearing, protesters plan to march on the White House demanding a federal investigation. From the halls of Capitol Hill to the streets of America City, the case has generated widespread outrage. Attitudes on display Monday with protests in more than a dozen cities from Atlanta to San Francisco. Many demonstrators wearing hooded sweatshirts and carrying Skittles candy, just like Martin had on the night he was killed. In the central Florida city of Sanford, where Martin lost his life, a regularly scheduled city commission meeting turned into a forum focused on the case. Near its start, Reverend Al Sharpton presented a petition that he said had been signed by two million people calling for Zimmerman's arrest. Martin's family and supporters have said they believe race played a central role in the killing of Trayvon Martin. Los Angeles County Sheriff's officials overpaid a private contractor nearly $11 million for work that wasn't needed and aircraft equipment they already had, according to allegations in a sheriff's memo obtained by the L.A. Times. The internal report recommends that supervisors within the Emergency Air Support Division be investigated for potential conflicts of interest and violations of county purchasing rules. And a former Los Angeles school police officer who staged a shooting hoax will pay the city $309,046.23 in restitution. A judge agreed Monday to allow Jeff Stenrose to post bail in exchange for the money. Last January, Stenrose claimed a burglar shot him near El Camino High School. El Camino and eight other schools were locked down while hundreds of officers searched the area. And sports, the Clippers take out the Hornets, 97-85 tonight. It's the Lakers at Golden State. Congratulations to Stanford, the NCAA women's, beating Duke 81-69. to Mostly clear today, highs in the mid-60s. Right now, 49 degrees in the city of Long Beach. I'm Dominique DePrima for Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Hit the phones at 548. We're going right up till 6 o'clock with our Radio Freedom Today. And we're going to go to Molly Bell from the city of Compton. Good morning, Molly Bell. Reparations in memory of our ancestors. Happy 
Women's Month, Dominique, to you and your staff. A good report, Angela, and of course to the front page family. And a good morning to be love himself, Stevie Wonder. Dominique, I called in, just wanted to say and let the family know that KJLH, the marches, the rallies have been so on point. That editorial on KJLH is perfect. Siri X, thank you for having him on there. I just heard that on this station on yesterday. That Trayvon piece was just great. The young people are turning out. They're Googling and giving us all kind of information, pulling it down from the Internet. I had even heard that if you want to see what happened at Lamert Park, you could go to YouTube and put in Najee Ali's name and see KJLH, Pastor Logan, Big Money, and myself, and so much more at Lamert Park. To the parents of Trayvon Martin and all of you, you stand your ground. Be strong and hold on. Carry your crime scene tape because it was a crime that happened there. And if the CSI investigators had did what they were supposed to do, we wouldn't be asking all these questions about Zimmerman. And finally to you, Dominique, I know you don't like to brag on yourself, but I heard that Mothers of Africa was honoring you with the Ida B. Wells Award, along with Kern Price and our own Dr. David Horn. At a later date, please tell the family so much more about what's happening, and congratulations to you. I support the president, and I trust God. All you prayer warriors, here's what we need you to do. Keep fasting, and every day from 12 to 3 until justice happens, you keep praying because the struggle continues. But always... To God be the glory. Thank you, Dominique. Thank you, Molly Bello. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, Mothers of Africa, I think that's the 31st this weekend, honoring Dr. David Horn, myself, and others. And um, you can find them online. They're on Facebook, Mothers of Africa. And actually, it's up on DominiqueDeprima.com, as is some other video you may want to check out. Molly Bell. Uh, let's go to Tracy, city of Compton. Good morning. Tracy? Yes. You're on. Um, I just really wanted to talk about the whole stand your ground deal because I feel like that law should apply for Trayvon Martin because I know if I had a guy following me with a gun, I would stand my own ground. So I understand how they're saying Zimmerman stood his own ground. He's been followed with a guy that's he might be Trayvon might be taller in weight, but this, this taller in height, but this guy is, is bigger in weight and he's older. So and he has a gun. So how are they not applying this stand your ground rule to Trayvon when they're applying it to Zimmerman? And Zimmerman was the one who's following Trayvon with a gun. I'm so not understanding what's going on here. It's it doesn't injustice. have anything to do. It doesn't have anything to do with race. If anybody followed me with a gun and that that law applied, I would apply that law to that issue. So how are they not doing that? Yeah. Well, we don't have that law in California, but. It's called injustice. I think you know that. I think you're just upset, and I don't blame you. It's called injustice. I mean, there's no other way, really, to explain that. And that's why when people like the attorney from for George Zimmerman say that race is not an issue in this case, you know, they're lying. I mean, this is, come on, this is America. And then George Zimmerman's friend gets on TV saying the word, the racial slur, it's part of the word raccoon. Is not what he said. He said goon, and that's a term of endearment. That's just not true. You're just not telling the truth, plain and simple. I don't see how you plan to have credibility. I mean, one of the hoaxes yesterday where they were circulating a picture of Trayvon flipping the bird in these right-wing websites, and then it, they have to admit that it wasn't even Trayvon. You're lying. 
Now the Sanford police have leaked information, Zimmerman's side of the story, selective leaking. It's a smear campaign. Great article on Think Progress. Actually, I, it's up on DominiqueDeprima.com. It says what everyone needs to know about the smear campaign against Trayvon Martin. And I think it's worth reading because you can inoculate yourself against the BS, the BS that's being spread, whether it's Geraldo Rivera, Larry Elder, whether it's Michelle Malkin. You know, I don't believe in vigilante justice, whether you're the new agent provocateurs, I mean, the new Black Panthers, or whether you're... George Zimmerman. That's why I don't agree with Spike Lee, you know, tweeting Zimmerman's home address. And I don't agree with this so-called new provocateur party putting out a $10,000 reward. But I do believe in the truth. I do believe in justice. And I do believe that we, the people, are the ones that are going to drive this case and hopefully many others to a conclusion of justice. And see, that's why it's so fitting the LAPD today, well, yesterday, and it's in today's paper. Finally, after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of accusations of racial profiling by LAPD over the years, this is the first time ever that the department has found one of its officers engaged in racial profiling. Is that possible, that this is the first time in history that an LAPD officer has racially profiled people. And this case is really deep because he would lie on their police reports and say they were white, even though they were Latino, so that it wouldn't look like he was racially profiling. Change is coming, folks. And we're driving it. Uh, let's go uh, to Linda J. I didn't realize you've been on the phone so long. Hi, Linda J. You have the floor. Linda J., you're on. Okay, maybe she went out to breakfast. Got tired of waiting for us. Let's go to Linda from Inglewood, who doesn't have a J. Hi, Linda from Inglewood. Good morning. Morning, you're on. Well, I, the first thing I want to say to Mr. Trayvon's Martin's family is for them to keep their heads up, for them to stay strong and encouraged, knowing that they will come out victorious in this. God is going to bring them through this, and they will be. They will have their victory. Another thing that I want to say is. Uh, you are right. There is no such race as white. I'm from the South, so they are Caucasians. I don't know where they got white from, but they are not white. They're Caucasians. Whatever that is. I mean, it's a made-up concept anyway, but exactly. that's another show for another day. Because, so I, uh, the, the, the main thing is I demonstrated with Reverend King because I'm from Birmingham. And Reverend King... To me, right now, he died in vain. No, no because, way. No, do we, we have a black president? That's what, wait a minute, but that's the way I feel, because we, as a black race, we cannot remain united. We cannot remain united as are. a race, because the Caucasians keep us separated by... You know, we cannot blame anyone else if we're separated, but I think we are pretty united. Ninety percent of us support our president. Ninety percent of anybody agreeing on anything is pretty powerful. Yeah, we like to get caught up in little trifling drama sometimes. That's human beings. But I, I hope, and I'm going to pray for you, Linda, because I don't believe that Dr. Martin Luther King died in vain. I really don't. And I hope that you don't have to feel that way either. 
557 in the morning. V-Jack from Orange County, you have the mic. V-Jack? Good morning, Dominique. Morning. You know, I just, you know, the last, some of the previous callers, you know, just echo on the sentiments um, on the streets out here. Me personally, I don't have a problem with the bounty on his head. I'd rather see him in jail, 40 years, think about what he did. But if somebody's slugging, I'm not going to lose no sleep. It's hard when I watch his mom after mourning the loss of her son, which is a parent's worth fair for your kid to proceed your death and defend his honor because of all these smear campaigns and stuff out there. We can't continue to um, scream peace while the other man cuts. But, V-Jack, what do you think it would do to the case if someone did something to that guy? Now, suddenly, they won't focus on Trayvon's innocence. They won't focus on the injustice. They'll focus on the so-called scary black people, and we'll be right back where we started. Me, personally, I'll pop some champagne, but uh, I would like to see him prosecuted, and I'd like to see Jeff I'd like to see him under the jail. I, you know, I, and if they're so worried about his doggone safety, then he should be in custody, right? I, I, I um, tweeted his um, address. Yeah, and I don't agree with that. Uh, that's wrong. I don't want my address tweeted. I, you know, I don't want to sink to the level of those people that we're fighting against. They are wrong. We are right. We need to maintain the moral high ground. That's what Dr. King was talking about. That's what he did so well. And that's what we need to do. Don't kill anybody. Don't tweet their home addresses. Expose their injustice. As the family is doing. As we are doing Every single day. Every single day. Melrose calling from Corona. You got to do it in like 30 seconds because it's time for Steve Have. Melrose? Yes, I'm here. I need the short version because it's time for Steve Harvey's show, but please. I just want to say good morning. Thank you. I just want to say I'm so upset with the people who are calling in saying, why aren't we marching for back on back crime? Why aren't we marching for this? Why aren't we marching for that? I really don't see these people out here marching. I see them calling in on the radio. They might be sitting on their couch all day watching it on the news. Let's get out there. Let's support. Let's wear our hoodies. Let's support this family. Because I just see a lot of criticism from all our black people when it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, well, you, you know, critics and complainers have a place to come. It's the front page. All are welcome. But you're right, Melrose. Let's unite. We are united. Let's focus on that. It's time to go. Steve Harvey's got a radio show. Oh, come on, dig me now. Okay, guys. Let us affirm ourselves, okay? This is from Ian Levanzant, my favorite. Let's take a deep breath in and let us release. Today, let me remember wherever I am, God is. Fear wears many faces. If it is not love, it is fear. Love will overshadow fear. The light of the truth will overshadow fear. False expectations appearing real are not the truth. Faith will starve fear. Till next time, Radio Free Family, be well. One love. KGLH, come to Los Angeles.